אגנימי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שזכנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארץ המה ובבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיקי שזונם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו מפגה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאום הנצחו אותם תגן עלינו הכל ישראל אמן זהו בעזרת השם Starting at section 9, Otet ve'avo, we'll finish it off. Ve'avo le'machloket Hashem Shamayim, because this is the last subject we, stop, we spoke about, the idea of strife for the sake of heaven. So, in order to get to this place of arguing for the sake of heaven, to have this argument for the sake of heaven, one needs to refine and to purify the heavens, so that the heavens aren't in the aspect of what it says in Yeshaya. I clothe the heavens in blackness. This blackness, this darkness. So how does one purify and refine the heaven from this blackness? Is through what? Anachabe meant sincere sighing, doing a sigh that comes from true sincerity. For in the heart exists the ruach of the dofek, of the pulse, the, the spirit of the pulse, which exists from before birth. Um, and within this ruach of the dofek, this spirit of the pulse carries. Um, on it, the ruach. Uh, sorry, this ruach hadofek carries on it all the fluid, all the damim, all the blood, the chol mitot, all the juices in the body. This spirit of the pulse then circulates and beats throughout the all the limbs. And through the fact that this. Ruach circulates and blows through this, um, sorry, um, sorry, that this Ruach Adofek blows throughout all these Revarim, these limbs, what do they do? The Ruach Adofek, the spirit of the pulse, then agitates, Menashev, it blows, it disperses, um, it basically disperses the limbs or disperses the decay in the limbs from the limbs. All the stuff that isn't good, it blows away from the actual evarim, from the body of that limb, so that the limb itself, sorry, so that the limb itself doesn't um, waste away and get damaged. The same is true of the Ruach, the, the wind that blows upon the sea, that it stirs about, it overturns, it, um, it disperses the water, so that the water doesn't grow in a bad state and go um, into damage. Meaning that if it were to stay in the same place, then obviously a lot of debris would come and um, almost dirty the water. So the wind is able to sift out all the bad and push it away. As we see that this ruach adofek, the spirit of the pulse, does the same thing to the limbs in a person's body. And the essential blowing of this spirit of the pulse, 
occurs where in the hands. Because why is this true? Because the hands in itself are askanyot. They're always busy doing something. The hands are the they're the um, active parts of the body. And for this reason, one needs to blow upon them and um, to disperse all the stuff within the hands even more than all the other limbs. This is why the experienced doctor, when he places his hand upon a person's pulse, he knows all the subjects of a sick person. Abenu was saying this is something that should be normal for a doctor. A real doctor should know the spirit of the dofek being that a person's condition, his health, everything depends upon his spirit, upon his, his dofek, his wacha dofek, the spirit of his pulse, how the pulse is beating. Um, and this is how a doctor should know how the sick person is doing or how a person is doing through his pulse. Because within the hands itself, you have the essential circulation of this um, this pulse from the heart, which uh, initiates from the heart. That the hands in itself has the pulse is the limb that has the that you can feel the pulse more than any other thing aside from the heart. And the heart is that which carries upon it everything. And this um, spirit of the pulse must circulate in an orderly fashion, um, correctly, and, proper, and in its proper steadiness. The snake is the source of the spirit of gloom, not the spirit of the pulse, but the spirit of sadness. This represents the 39 works um, that we know in the Mishkan, the 39 works that Adam was cursed of having to do after he sinned from eating from the tree, etc. Sin of the snake, etc. That Hashem cursed Adam saying that he had to uh, sweat by his brow. This is the 39 works. Meaning because he fell into the taste of the Nachash, he would have to fall into the into the source of what the Nachash is, done, is doing, which is these 39 works, which is Advutuach, the sad spirit. This is the filth of the snake. Through this, the filth of the snake comes um, the, the sad spirit through the 39 menachot, etc. And through the sad spirit, the, the, the pulse, the spirit, does not properly go in order. Then the limbs become heavy if the spirit of the pulse isn't properly blowing. The limbs become heavy because the spirit of the pulse isn't properly blowing upon them, as we saw above. And then the hand of a person, which is where the main ruach is supposed to blow, falls into the aspect of the hands of Moshe were heavy. It says in Shemot when Moshe was fighting. When Ben Israel were fighting on Malek, I believe. For the essential heaviness um, exists within the hands, because it's in the hand where the spirit of the pulse is mainly dwelling. As we saw above. So the hands are going to feel the most. This is why it says, that the despair of the hands, as born in Bereshit, chapter 5. 
For the main damage of this sad spirit occurs to the hand. And when these limbs become heavy, um, then they weigh more heavily upon the spirit of the pulse. And then the limbs become even weaker. Uh, sorry, the, the spirit becomes weaker. The pulse becomes weaker. And through the fact that this pulse becomes weaker, the limbs become even heavier. And there is this domino effect that when the limbs become heavy, then the spirit of the pulse becomes heavier. It becomes weaker, sorry. And then when the spirit of the pulse becomes weaker, then the limbs get even heavier. And through this, God forbid, a person can easily turn into sickness to the point where even his soul leaves him. This is how a person's soul can leave him. But through sighing, anacha, true sigh, that is emet, He's able to bring back to life and to recreate the spirit of the pulse. And he's saved from this depression, the spirit of depression. And then this ruach, this pulse, the pulse, the the spirit of the pulse, then is able to return to blow to blow to blow properly upon all the limbs. We've had and specifically on the hands. Through this, the shamaim is purified, is refined. For the hands represent the Shamaim. Why? For Shamaim is the play on the words Esh Umaim, fire and water. As we know, the compound word Shamaim is Esh Umaim. And what are fire and water? This represents the right hand and the left hand. As is brought down on the Zohar Kadosh and Tikkun Zohar Petet. I believe Petet Amud Aleph over there. So, um, this is what we are talking about. The right hand represents the 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 mind. The left hand represents the fire. Right hand fire, left hand water. Fire and water is shamayim, eshumayim, and this is what we're talking about. That one is able to purify the heavens whenever he sighs. For the sigh recreates the spirit. And when the spirit is recreated, then the hands are almost recreated. For that is where the spirit mainly blows. And when the hands are recreated, the hands are the manifestation of this Shemaim, which is Eshumaim. So the, the Shemaim is purified now. The heavens are purified. This is what it says in Echa. Let us lift our heart with our hands, El Kapayim, and El Bashamayim, with our hands to, the, to God in heaven. Our hearts with our hands. What did that mean? Let us lift our hearts. That we need to lift the heart. Meaning the spirit that of the pulse within the heart. Meaning all the way up to the hands. We need to bring this spirit and, and transfer it to the hand. And this is what it says in the verse. To our God in heaven. I wanted to say our God of Shamaim of heaven. Because that is how one purifies the heaven. Refines the heaven through the Spirit that gets drawn to the hand. This is what it says in Dvarim chapter 32. For I will lift my hand to the heaven. That one needs to lift up his hand. So that his hands 
become into the aspect of the Shemaim, the heavens. How does one do that? By bringing the Ruach of the heart to the hand. When one refines the hand, which represents the heavens, through this side, that through that side one is able to carry the ruach of the heart to the hand. And through this ruach, which gets transferred to the heart to the hand, then the hands and the heavens are not purified. Then he creates this aspect of the strife for the sake of heaven. He creates the He is able to argue with someone. But for the sake of heaven, not for his own honor, not for anything else except for God's honor. So, what does Machrok Lishem Shemayim have to do with the hands, heavens, the heart, etc.? For all speech is received from the heavens. Hisham called the for the heavens contain all speech. God, forever your word stands firm in the heavens. So, God's word is stored in the Shemayim as we see in this verse. The speech is in Shemaim. And the speech that we receive from the Shemaim, as we just saw from the verse, one receives through thunder. Thunder is the way that speech travels down into this world and then is given to us for us to use it. How do we know thunder is the thing that draws down that speech from the heaven? It says in Tehidim, God thunders in the heaven. It says in Eyob, God thunders amazingly with his voice. Nimtza, <clears throat> we find. We find that one receives the speech from the hand. For the hands represent the aspects of the heavens. As we see in the verse, that the heavens store the, the speech, and then the speech is transferred through the, 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 through the thunder that exists within the heaven. The thunder, which um, is almost to say as if it's God's voice. It's God's voice obviously contains speech. So we see here um, this idea that speech is transferred to Re'amim, but it's stored in the heavens. And what's the heavens? As we said earlier, the hands. So we see that the hands is where one receives his speech from. It's dependent upon the hands. For the hands are the heavens. And the heavens is where all speech is stored. How does one receive this speech? Through Re'amim, through thunder. Which is the spirit of the pulse. That thunder we're speaking about is the spirit of the pulse. Which is rectified through that sigh. Now through that sigh, one is able to carry... Um, his hands to the heavens. For the spirit of the pulse, which circulates and blows upon everything in the body, essentially the hands, this is the aspect of thunder. What's thunder? The spirit of the pulse. We're going to explain how. As it says, thunders in the heavens. What's the heavens? The hands. And there all speech is stored. There, all speech is contained in the heavens. And it says, That Hashem, for, forever God, your words stand in the heavens. Nimtza, we find, That one receives his speech from the hand. This is why it says constantly in the Torah. That, Just like God spoke in the hands of Moshe, as it says about Moshe Rabbeinu, 
Um, look in um, there's many different places. Look in Bamidbar, chapter um, seventeen. I believe verse five. Also. Um, chapter 27 over there um, that's um, with regard to Moshe and this expression of God spoke in the hand of this person is also contained within the Nevi'im the prophets why does Hashem speak like this? because speech is specifically contained in the hand and it's from there that we receive them and all the speech that one received from there, meaning from the aspect of the hand, which represents the heaven, the thunder, one ought not, one should not demean the receiver, even if the halakha does not follow him, for the fact that he had received them from heaven, from the heavens. Rabban was explaining something awesome here. We see many times in the Gemara that we do not follow, for example, Bet Shammai as often as we do Bet Hillel. It's an example. But we should never ever demean Bet, Hillel, Bet Shammai when we do not follow him and say that his argument is unworthy, etc. Because even Bet Shammai, to bring down his arguments, had to get them from the Shammai. Why? For he got them from the hands. That's where speech is received from. And because we know Bet Shammai Especially in this lesson, we explained it in section 8, that Shammai is Machroket Shammai Hillel, Machroket Lechem Shammai, is Moshe Rabbeinu. We understand here that they receive their speech from the heavens. So we cannot disgrace the words of Bet Shammai, even if we don't follow it, because it's Mamash directly from God. This is why it says in the Gemara Elvin, the truth is that both of these opinions are both the words of God. And the reason why the halakha is not like Bet Shammai, for example, or why the person we don't follow, this we cannot understand or um, attain. For this represents the aspect of thunder. That it's from the thunder that one receives that speech. Because we know the thunder is the Ruach HaDofek. The Ruach HaDofek blows upon the hands, essentially. That spirit of the pulse is the aspect of thunder. It says Hashem thunders in the heavens. What's the heavens? The hands. And what's the thunder? The thunder represents the, the wind that blows upon the hands. The ruach has affected the spirit of the pulse. <clears throat> and it says about... Um, so we say that this halakha is not like this person. We cannot understand it. We cannot understand why the halakha is not like this person. For this represents the concept of thunder and... It's from there, from thunder, that we receive all speech. That it says about the thunder, that God thunders amazingly with His voice. Meaning that what? That these words of these tzaddikim that bring down these opinions, these are the wonders of He who is perfect in knowledge. Just like it says, it's the same idea of the wonders of the one who is perfect in knowledge. Meaning both of these opinions come from Hashem Himself. It's an aspect of Pele, of wondrous. So we see this connection of this, this word, Niflaot and Nifleot. 
It's impossible for us to understand this. For this represents the pathways of God that is impossible to attain. That this represents the, the very big question Moshe Rabbeinu had that he asked Hashem Yitbarach. He trying to understand this concept. Why is it that the tzaddik sometimes has good, tzaddik v'ra'alam, sometimes the tzaddik is even punished with bad, the rasha sometimes has good happen to him, and sometimes has bad to him, happen to him. Why is there this, almost this paradox that occurs, that even Moshe did not attain this idea of why this occurs. That is the application, this is why Moshe Rabbeinu asked, in Shemot chapter 33, Make known to me your ways, Hashem. For the tzaddik that has good happened to him, this is the tzaddik whose halacha goes like him. Tzaddik v'ralo, the tzaddik that has bad happened to him, that's punished for some reason. This is the tzaddik who has to suffer. For what reason? We have no idea. But the tzaddik, this is the tzaddik whose halacha does not go like him. This is rasha that has good to him. This is the aspect of the rasha who's close to the tzaddik. That the halakha is like him. This is the rasha. The rasha that sometimes has bad happens to him. This is the rasha who's close to the tzaddik. That the halakha is not like him. Even Moshe Rabbeinu did not understand this idea. For this represents the pathways of Hashem. This represents the thunder of Hashem. Which are these. Which is this wonder. This thunder is this wonder of he who is perfect in knowledge that it is impossible to understand this this is why when a person receives speech from the heavens from the hands from the thunder that we are explaining it is not we cannot demean him for this the reason why the halakha is not like him is because that both of these opinions are both the words of the living God. They're both Hashem's word. It's just that we cannot understand why the halakha, we do not follow the halakha of this person because these are the wonders of the one who is perfect in his ways. Perfect in This is the thunder that we are explaining. The thunder which is beyond our capability of understanding. This is an explanation of what it says in Eyov. So, let's see what this is. We're going to see this verse. Um, this is just the tip of God's great ways. How small is what we heard about Him. And the thunder of His strength. Who can understand? That's about an A of all this verse. Okay. So, with His Spirit, He perfects the heavens. What does that mean? 
This is the spirit of the pulse which blows upon the hand, which is the hands which are represented the heavens, as we explained above. This is what it means when it says in the verse, with his spirit, he perfects the heavens, meaning with the spirit of the pulse, one is able to perfect the hands, which is the heavens. Because through the spirit of the pulse, one is able to refine and to beautify, beautify the heavens, which are the hands, as it says, let us lift our hearts with our hands to our God in heaven, as it says above. So what does it mean? His hand, the bolt serpent. When a person transfers this ruach from the heart to the hand, now the the spirit is able to blow upon the hand. Through this, he creates an empty space. Chalal. Sometimes the word cholela creates a chalal in the hand. It's the same word, cholelan, chalal. Creates an empty space in the hand, which were once heavy and sealed up through the spirit spirit of sadness. That spirit, that uh, that filth of the snake, as we said above. And when one is able to nullify the Filled of the snake, and the spirit of the pulse is able to blow properly. And now the hands are lifted up, and the heart, the sp- and the heavens are purified. And now, person is able to receive the speech from these hands. In the aspect of Machlok now he's able to receive the speech, and his speech comes from basically the words of the living God, which means that the Machloket is for the sake of heaven. That this represents the ways of Hashem, which are not understandable. For the truth is, both of these words come from the living God. And this is what it says these are but some of his ways. Meaning, this is the pathway of Hashem. Meaning, the Tzadik sometimes. As good occurred to him, sometimes bad, etc. The Rasha sometimes good, sometimes bad. It's impossible to understand this idea. This is the aspect of thunder. Which are things that are which are things that are wonders that are beyond the intelligence of the mind, the grasping of the mind. The wonders of he who is perfect in his knowledge, as we said above, that we cannot understand Hashem's knowledge. How trifling is that which has been heard about him? That which has heard, been heard about God and the thunder of his strength, who can understand? Meaning, Shemet, this idea of Shemet, trifling. Is meaning what? That within this speech that one receives from the heavens, one should not be troubled by this, one should not be disgraced by these, one should not demean these words. It's, in, it's forbidden to demean the person who's receiving these words, the person who came up with this halakha that we don't follow. Even if we do not follow the halakha like him, for this represents the pathway of Hashem, as it said in the verse, the thunder of his strength, the thunder. This represents God's thunder. That it says in the verse, Who can understand this? It's impossible to understand, to attain what this really means. How trifling 
את דת תינג, אצטרה, אצטרה. היינו שאין בהם שום גינות אף אם אין הלכה כמותו. There's no demeaning, even if the halacha is not like him, because it says in the verse, his thunderous strength, who can understand? For who can understand the thunderous strength of God? Which are the wondrous, um, which are the wonders of the one who is perfect in, in his dat, in his knowledge. And it says God thunders with his voice. Wondrous voice. Because the truth is, both of these are the words of God, the living God. It's just that this one opinion which we do not follow, we cannot understand this idea because it's the aspect of the Derch of Hashem that is above our knowledge. This is an explanation of the first verse Rabbi brought in this lesson. On the day of the first fruits, what is it? I too will designate him my Bechor, my firstborn. The highest of the kings of the earth. Meaning the Bechor in this case, that is written over here by David Amelech, is the highest of the kings designate him my Bechor which will be the highest of the kings and we see that Bechor becomes this concept of Manchut kingship so we see Bechor firstborn is the kingship Bechor obviously is a play on the words Bikurim Bikurim from the word Bechor being it has to be the first fruits the firstborn fruits in a sense when you bring a new offering to God when you bring an offering of new grain to God what does that mean an offering and Bringing an offering of new grain. What's mincha chadasha? An offering of new grain. This represents a new Torah. Look in Vayikha Rabbah. The Midrash. Parasha Yud Gimel. Over there. Torah Tashem. This is the Torah of Hashem. The Sitre Torah that we spoke about. That is revealed from the Hastarot of the Hastarot. That was revealed from the concealment. This secret of Torah. The Torah of Hashem. Literally. So mincha chadasha. This new offering of grain. This represents the Torah Chadasha, the new Torah. It's born in Vayikha Rabba over there. And what's this new Torah? The Torah of Hashem that we were speaking about. That one creates through this Malchut that we explained. That you should bring this offering on Shavuot. This represents Dad. Why for Shavuot? We're about to see now. Represents Dad. Dad is the aspect of man. Because we said one who grows his dad is able to get his panasan, the ass with the man, meaning his panasa will be with ease. Just like the bread came from the heaven, his panasa will be directly governed by God. And man is acronym for Mikvenun, the Mikveh of the 50th gate. What's the 50th gate? The 50 gates of Bina, which is the Sfira that has to do with Shavuot. This is the Mikveh of Shavuot. Man is the Mikveh of Shavuot. Mikveh of Shavuot is that. Shavu Mikveh of Shavuot Kanan. For the mikveh of Shavuot is the mikveh of the 50th gate, which is this da'at. This is why Shavuot is called, another way, it's called atzeret. Mileshon malchut, why atzeret? For atzeret comes from the language of malchut, expression of malchut, kingship, kemosh katuv. Verse 9, This one will rule over my nation. What's ya'atzok in the word? Will, it means to rule, in this case, but it has the same play on the words atzeret. 
as is brought with regard to Shavuot. That Shavuot is also called, not just Shavuot, but Atzeret as well. Atzeret comes from this root, Yatso, or rule. So we see that Atzeret, Shavuot, has this innate meaning of kingship, Malchut. Mikra Kodesh Elachem, it shall be a holy day for all of you. It shall be a holy day, a holy occasion. This represents the spirit of holiness. This represents the spirit of the pulse. As we saw, meaning one needs to summon the holiness. What's the holiness? The spirit of the pulse. In order to be saved from the spirit of this, from the filth of the snake, which represents the sad spirit. Represents a lack of that. All this stuff that is opposite Shavuot. So you need to summon this Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, the Ruach of the Pulse that exists within the heart, in order to save oneself from this lack of that, the Zamatat Manachot, the filth of the snake, etc. Any mundane work you shall not do, to nullify the filth of the snake, meaning why you shouldn't do any work, meaning don't fall into the 39 works of the, the snake, meaning... We're going to summon this pulse, this Kodesh, this holy pulse, in order to nullify the filth of the snake. The Lament of Menachot, the 39 works. The sadness of the hand. As we saw in the verse in Bereshit. It says in Bereshit, chapter 5, This one will comfort us from our actions, from the sadness of our hands from our deeds and from the sadness of our hands. Um, this is the depressed spirit we're speaking about. Hakol Kana, this is all that we mentioned. Hakol all this, as we mentioned above. So that Holy Spirit, that the Ruach of the heart, which we have to summon into the hand, is in order to save us from the filth of the snake. The Nachash tries to make us fall into the Lamitzit Manachot, etc. May we be saved from the Nachash. May we be able to reveal these Hastagot, to reveal the Sitre Hashem. Uh, from the darkness and God willing um, apply that all, all that Rabbeinu speaks about in this lesson Zat Hashem we will start with Torah 57 next class God willing